You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. And I think it's time to transition to something more positive. We have our treasured takeaway segment. We went through all the team updates, but now it's time to look back at the game that was. And Casey, I have a few pretty interesting things that I think are big takeaways over the Bucks win over the Saints. Take it from away this past weekend. <laughs> uh, specifically, I want to point out, uh, and we talked a little bit about it, but it's but one of my treasure takeaways is how well the O line played. I was yes. very, very impressed. And again, this is with guys going down. This is with with um, even more guys going down literally during mm-hmm. the game. Um, I'm really impressed with how well the Bucks. O-line was able to jive together and protect their quarterback and protect the run game and, and create time and space for the offense to get going in the fourth quarter. Now, again, they didn't get going until the fourth quarter. So it took them a little bit of time, Mm -hmm. find their groove, get their spark, but they did get going. And I think that I was impressed by this O-line, them starting to uh, to come together. And Tom Brady even gave them a shout-out. Speaking of being a good teammate, <laughs> he gave them a shout-out after all of the harsh words that he gave them. He gave them a shout-out on his Instagram story saying, mm-hmm. hey, really appreciate this O-line. So uh, I-, I was also impressed with them, and I think that they're going to continue to rise in stock. Yeah, and it's funny because I think you kind of nailed it on one of the previous episodes where you're like, I think Tom Brady uses that to fuel the fire, to get them going. And you even mentioned, you know, it being really key in this rivalry matchup. So while we saw a lot of, you know, screaming, yelling, cussing out, he's not going to sit there and pat them on the back in the moment. It may have been the generator that that inspired them to push a little harder and to stay in it a little further. Um, Cause that was a battle that they had to go through. As we mentioned on the previous episode, you're talking about, you know, a couple guys that are second and third string working along a very few starters, which means the workload for the starters are that much bigger and love your takeaway to build off of that. Um, two big shout outs that I have to give is Tristan worse. If he wasn't there, this would be a whole different conversation. Um, an entirely different conversation. We're talking about the guy who I think he only let up one sack last year, which says a lot because it was only his second year in the league. Um, so amazing work having a guy of that caliber on your line and, and through everything that this offensive line is already having to take on the chin there. Um, but aside from that, 
Then we're also talking about the fact that Josh Wells went down in the second half of the game. It was Brandon Walton, whom I mentioned earlier, who had to really step up and step in. And I will say this, his name circulated a little bit during training camp. Um, so there was already a little bit of trust and confidence behind them. There were some good things. There were some not so great things, but it was almost people are going to think this is a little bit much. Let's just say in terms of the split reviews, it was nearly equivalent to Luke Gedecki's split reviews. You know, you see the good the things that he can do well and you see where you can build and groom this player. So, you know, they are where they're at. The guy at the helm is still Tom Brady, and he's going to continue to just drive them and push them to be the best that they can be. And at least the competition or the pressure defense that they're going to face is going to dial down just a little bit. But the Bucks defense, Casey? Ooh, it's not going anywhere. anywhere. Casey, I think my second treasured takeaway is that I think this Bucks defense is maybe the best defense in the NFC. Like, yeah, as oh, a whole, yeah. this is a solid defense. The way, like, you look at the numbers, the way they were able to tackle the, the sacks, the takeaways, the forced fumbles, the interceptions, this defense really showed out. I think they have a case to say that they are the best defense in the NFC. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you made that statement because I couldn't stand by anything so much more true, <laughs> more confidently than this right here. And the other reason why I love that, that this is one of your treasure takeaways is because in both of my predictions for the past two games, I've literally said it's the caliber of this defense. They are just such a solid squad from top to bottom. A little bit of perspective. When you first started watching that game, it's like, holy crap, one of the best defenses in the league is giving up so much running, whatever, whatever. No, they didn't actually. They barely gave up 100 running yards. And the biggest play that they gave up that entire day was a 20-yard pass. That was after the Saints snapped the ball 66 times. After 66 snaps, the worst quote-unquote thing you did was give up a 20-yard gain? Come on. That stat alone is just... So sexy. Then you've got <laughs> Dean, don't make a scene, Dean, with two takeaways that resulted in 10 points of the Bucks' final 20. That to me is just marvelous because, Kaylee, I think you were the one that said this. Bucks, if anything, were going to be the ones that contributed, maybe even as far as finding the end zone. Well, they did. And even though it wasn't Dean that found the end zone, you also mentioned that it was the play, the takeaway that Dean had, they turned around and got a touchdown. And then the next one was a field goal, but it was Mike Edwards with a 67 yard pick six. I've been dreaming of seeing a pick six for games, for games, Kaylee games. <laughs> Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, How did you it. feel when you saw this? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was exciting. We've talked about it all, all season on the podcast, the return of the Gravediggers. Again, oh. like, I don't know how – I don't know if I can, like, say it any more succinctly. Like, this defense is the best defense in the NFC, perhaps the best defense in the NFL this season. I mean, they really, truly are 
that good and you see it as a league, there's these ebbs and flows within the different sports, right? Right. Uh, a few years ago, everybody wanted to hire the offensive guy, hire the Cliff Kingsbury's, hire, yeah. you know, everybody wanted to hire the offensive guys. Now, the entire league as a whole, they want to hire the defensive guys. Look at Todd Bowles, defensive guy. Saints, they they up, up Allen. their defensive guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like people are thinking more defensively now in this league. And I'm telling you, I am telling you this the Bucks the way that they are set up with this defense I mean it just puts them on a trajectory towards the Super Bowl. I mean that's oh, how yeah. good this defense is that I'm not saying they're going to carry the team because you need something from the offense but they're going to put yes. the offense in the position that they need to to secure the win and that's what you need from your defense. It, you need good defense. And, uh, I, I really think that this is again, best in the NFC, maybe best in the league. Oh yeah. And as I mentioned, you know, this is one of the best top to bottom. There are so many names that haven't gotten mentioned from Sunday's, uh, victory and just a couple to throw out there because they're just so impressive. Like Logan Ryan needs so much more respect on his name because it was his hit on Ingram that forced a fumble that Carl Nessib recovered. 100%. That was a huge game changer, you know? Yeah, and it's not just his hit. Like he's, he punched it out. Like he right. got the ball. Lo- like that's he vision. the fumble. Yes, exactly. Yes. Like he knew what he was doing. Like that's football one-on-one that you go out mm-hmm. and do that. He executed it perfectly. So well, and this is a guy that Tom Brady was a fan of not only when they were teammates, but also his career when he went over to the Titans as well as the Giants and, you know, Titans, he had one of his best seasons, 70 plus tackles. Um, This is a guy who also who plays safety as well as cornerback. So his versatility alone is a standout, but he has 13 career sacks and 18 interceptions. You can tell he's a very strategic player in that secondary. So massive kudos to Logan Ryan. I think he's just getting started and he's just, he's such a humble guy and his veteran presence, he leads with intelligence. So imagine he's feeding into the brainwaves of a already dynamic player like Antoine Winfield Jr. Mind blowing. Then the other two stars, which they were talked about a little bit more, but still one kind of outshined the other in terms of conversation, uh, sack Barrett. I think he's already earned it. He's had a sack in each game, and he said this year that he was going to top what he did the past couple of years, and that he's on the trajectory to do so. Sack Barrett and Devin White. Devin White, first of all, he has he is really sticking to the fact of everything that he has mentioned in training camp. He feels strongly and confidently that he has corrected his mistakes from the previous year, and he's going to build off of the player that he was in 2020 that did contribute to a Super Bowl. White led the defense with 11 tackles, a sack, a pass deflect, and a forced fumble. What? That means this guy was all over the field. He played with a lot of instinct and he made a lot of quality reads and has developed more in man coverage versus only being successful in zone coverage. And the only reason why this stood out to me is because on another Odyssey Sports podcast, um, I think it's called the the Crew Crib with Justina Anderson. He said he was kind of speaking on the fact of why he was giving not crap, but why he felt fine about what he said about Jameis Winston after the game. Whole other subject, whole other day. But he's stood his ground. He doesn't take back anything because he was saying, I knew what I did wrong. I had to take that on the chin and I had to make those mistakes. Something that I did wrong. I wasn't productive in man coverage. That is something that I focused on, something I worked on and something I feel confident that I have now mastered. Mm -hmm. He's showing that right out the gate. So 
that's a big thing to see how much more he's going to grow and how there's not going to be too many opponents out here that's going to shake Devin White and throw him off his game and turn him into this bull with no target because that's kind of what the issue was. Then you have Barrett recorded two sacks, two tackles for loss, three quarterback hits, a forced fumble, and five combined tackles. I don't know what is in his Wheaties in the morning, but I need... He just eats a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) He's a four-bowl guy instead of one. A scoop of protein in, in his milk too. So yeah, I just, again, I can, I can, you and I can probably go on and on and on about this defense forever because it's not just one guy. It's not just two guys. It's not just three. It's every person on this team plays such a spectacular role. And I genuinely feel like they're just getting going. Gravediggers are back, baby. They're just getting going. And Casey, I think whenever you take a look at this team as a whole, I think that's where they stand. They're not perfect. They're not executing perfectly. But my third treasured takeaway is that this team, they're going to build off of the momentum of beating the Saints. This was such, this was such a thing on their back. This was such a thing that they could not overcome. And I'm telling you, whenever you're able to go and do something that you have not been able to do, not only does it feel good, Mm -hmm. not only is it like, see, I told you so. (laughs) <laughs> but it gives you momentum throughout. Yeah. This win is going to give this team momentum and confidence, I promise you, for the next five or six games. They're going to be riding on a high. And I know that it's like yeah. a, a new game every week, whatever. But I'm telling you, it is momentum, and it works this way. It swings in a one team's favor. And right yep. now, the Bucks have momentum because of what they were able to do over the Saints. 